0: You could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions Podcast. Thanks so much.
1: As Ramon said, I am Susie Miller and I help scale businesses to six, seven, and eight figures through next level leadership, better communication, conflict, and people skills. My clients call me a fixer. Think Brene Brown meets Olivia Pope. And if you want to learn more about how I work with entrepreneurs and high performers, just DM me on IG the word growth. Um, uh, Clubhouse uh, DMs are hard for me, so over on uh, Instagram, I'm Susie Miller Five. Um, DM me the word growth, and we will uh, set a time to talk. So I love this title: make an impact in people's lives. And today I want to talk to you about one of the things that my clients and the people I do life with has said that has had one of the greatest impacts in their lives from, being, uh, from having me in their world. Um, it's something that I've wrestled with for years, and sometimes I win the battle with this, and other times I get knocked out, but as the song goes, I get back up again. Today, I want to cho- talk to you about making an impact in people's lives by choosing hope. 19 years ago next week, um, the doctor at Sloan Kettering operated on me for cancer. Sloan Kettering um, had in New York City, um, had the premier cancer doctor for my type of cancer. And I remember going into surgery. And so next week is a big week for me in many ways, not just the new year, but um, it was January 3rd, 19 years ago. And they didn't know how bad the cancer was. They didn't know what stage it was or if how far it had spread. And so the plan was to remove the tumor, check my lymph nodes, test them while I was on the operating table and decide how to best proceed. So it was a very unsettling time, a very difficult time. And, and you know the cancer word's a big word, no matter how big or small or, or serious your cancer is. The good news for me is after surgery and treatment, they had killed the cancer. The bad news is that, that, that the very treatment that killed the cancer and saved my life set into motion a chain reaction of autoimmune issues that have resulted in a chronic illness for the past 20 years. It has been debilitating at times, or 19 years. Um, debilitating at times, and it's centered mostly in my lungs, which has impacted my ability to breathe, which has impacted my ability to do everything. If you can't breathe, you can't run. I run for exercise and health. You can't carry in groceries. When you, when you can't breathe, it, you have to struggle to talk, to work, to do almost anything. I mean, oxygen is required. And so my life has been a battle of hoping through this place. And the hardest part of the story, and when I think about it as, as this time of year comes, is the impact that this battle of chronic illness has had on my kids as they were growing up. Because you see, for my three adult children, I was sick for more of their lives than I was not. And that is a heartbreaking reality for me. But I, I really, if you know me at all, you know I'm a fighter. And so in those moments, hope is what I clung to every day during every battle of these past 19 years. And sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes hope... We cling to hope by our fingernails. And I've shared that before with my IMs and, and, and on IG about clinging to hope by your fingernails. Just imagine, like, it is the very last thread of the very last knot on your rope. But I refuse to give up on hope. And I have come to believe that hope is an act of bravery. And hope, choosing hope, is a way that we can have impact on the lives of everyone around us, especially... In, the, in this time in our life, in our history. As we head into 2022 after some very tough years with the pandemic and division, inflation, frustration, hope may be a bit dim for you. As you look back on the last year, you may be stuck in the shoulda, woulda, couldas of regrets, of missed opportunities, of choices that you would make differently. And you may be even beating yourself up a bit. You may look back and you may be afraid to hope as you look forward. And friends, I get it. But I want to tell you that hope, the hope that requires bravery is available to you. We get to choose hope. We get to choose to be brave. This past week has been one of some downtime for the hubs and me. Um, We had a quiet Christmas. We played games with laughter. We've done some fun TV. And so part of that has been re-watching Ted Lasso. It's a great show, um, and it is about an American football coach who is coaching a Premier League football soccer team in England, and their season is on the brink of disaster as season one comes to an end. They're going to be relegated to a lower league if they lose their final game, and the town is afraid to hope. The title of the episode is It's the Hope That Kills You. It's the hope that kills you. And that line really struck a chord with me. The townspeople, the fans in, in, in Europe, uh, soccer, fo- football fans are rabid fans. Um, think, think New England Patriot fans, and Dallas Cowboy fans. Um, the town is afraid to hope. The players are afraid to hope. But Ted Lasso, their coach, is all about hope. And, he, and he's taken aback by this pervasive sentiment that he keeps hearing over and over again. People keep saying to him, it's the hope that kills you. It's the hope that kills you. It's the hope that kills you, is the mindset of the people he's with, of the players that he's leading. And just before the final game, he gathers all the players together and he addresses this belief. Have you heard this, he asks? It's the hope that kills you. And yes, they all agree, heads down, kind of nodding, knowing they're going in, they're facing Man City. They're they're already counting on a loss. They're refusing to hope. And Ted counters, I don't think it's the hope that kills you. It's the lack of hope that kills you, he says. It's the lack of hope that kills you. And I have to agree, because what I have learned is that hope is the fuel that keeps us going. Hope is the source of strength that gets us through. A few of my favorite stories about hope are the men and the women of the Bible who face very difficult odds but refuse to give up. They refuse to fold, and they cling to hope as an act of bravery. And there's many of them, but I'm going to highlight one, which is of Sarah and Abraham. They were promised that they would be the father and mother of nations. When Abraham was 75 years old, God told him that he would have a son, he would be the father of nations, and that his descendants would outnumber the stars. Abraham ran back and told Sarah about this promise, and they began at 75 years old to hope again for this child that would come. 25 years later, Isaac was born. And the year before he was born, the messenger came to Sarah and said, this is the year, next, next year you will have a child. And this was year 24 and Sarah laughed, almost in an utter disbelief. And if you've ever struggled with infertility, you get that, that moment where, where you're like, really, really, is this even possible? Is this true? And I believe that God was so touched by her laughter that he said their son should be named Laughter. Isaac. And so you see, friends, hope isn't without doubt. Hope isn't without question. Hope isn't without fear. But hope is bigger than our doubt. Hope is louder than our questions. And hope can be stronger than our fears. And so as we turn the page into a new year, whatever you're facing, I want to invite you to choose hope. And not a silly lukewarm platitude, but a really a grounded hope in your future and what is to come because you see friends it's not the hope that will kill you but the lack of hope that kills our dreams a lack of hope sidelines our momentum a lack of hope derails our future and so as I was doing some research on this word that I love so much and this this concept that I battle to cling to sometimes by my fingernails um, I came across a book called the hope rising it's about the science of hope and they talk about how hope is hard to define. Hope isn't about wishing. Oh, I, I, I think everything will work out. Things will get better. Or we say, I hope you have a fun vacation. I hope this next year turns out to be a good one. And the authors talk about how these are just wishes thrown out there. They say, we are good wishers, but we are not very good hopers. And so in this book, Hope Rising, it talks about the science of hope and how the science of hope can change your life. And they go on to define hope as this. Hope is the belief that your future can be brighter, that your future can be brighter and better than your past. And that you actually have a role to play in making it better. That your future, the belief that your future can be brighter and better than your past. And you actually have a role to play in making it better. Hopeful people embrace this definition wishers believe it can be better but have no plans or goals or strategies to create what they hope for hopers have a plan a way and a willpower and psychologist rick snyder was the first hope scientist and he defined um, the fact that we can grow hope in us with our goals our way power and our willpower i don't want to talk about that for a few minutes because if you spend any time with me you know that i am both inspirational. And I always want to equip you so you can take action and implement what you learn. Goals are what we want to achieve. Goals have us, you know, saying we want to get a good night's sleep so we can build a new morning routine. We may be making a sales goal. We may be wanting to create better relationships or hone a skill. Goals are planned action. Hope isn't about impulsiveness. Hope is about intention. The intention to complete an action, to connect what we believe, and to act on what we believe. Setting the intention for what we want is the beginning of hope, that goal. Then there's the pathway of the place, what Rick calls the way power. What actions can we take to achieve what you are hoping for? And sustainable hope comes as we walk these pathways, as we do the next thing to get us towards our goal. And then the third element of hope is willpower. We have a goal. We have a pathway, a way, a way power. And then we have a willpower, which is the motivational aspect of hope. It's not just a wish. It's the power of choice to move forward in the most difficult of challenges, to believe there is a way through. The power of choice to move forward in the face of challenges, to believe there is a way through and act accordingly. Gandhi once said, strength, doesn't come from physical capacity. It comes from an indomitable will. And that's why I always say hope is an act of bravery. It is brave to face your uncertainties and plan for the future. It is brave to set your goals, to plan your pathways, to stir up your motivations, and move forward towards what you want. Hope believes it's possible. In the years that I've battled chronic illness, um, while breathing was labored and sometimes an easy activity like walking up the stairs was difficult where I had to pause and catch my breath. I still grew three successful six-figure businesses. I spoke to thousands of people. I coached companies to 30% increase in profits. I created new friendships and new opportunities. I spent time with my kids. I built strong relationships. I hiked mountains and kayaked in some of the most beautiful places on earth, driven by the hope that life wasn't defined by my limitations. I was impacted by my difficulties, but in my determination to hope, to live and plan and act from a place of hope in the midst of these last 19 years where many times I wanted to give up, I continued on. And people would look at me and go, "You know, why haven't you given up hope? It's the hope that kills you. And I know down in the deepest part of my soul, my mind my heart that know it's the lack of hope that kills us and hope isn't always easy during these last 19 years there has been days and weeks where i've been on meds that made me crazy i've done netflix binges and novel binges when i was unable to breathe um, enough to even have the air to do
2: anything more than- hey listeners if you enjoy listening to breakfast with champions we can bet you care about your daily routine do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day.
1: Then sit and rest. And if you spend any time around me, you know that I move fast, talk fast, live fast. High energy is my middle name and sitting and doing nothing but being able to breathe as a successful hour was a radical shift for me. And many, many times I wanted to give up hope. I wanted to throw the towel in. I wanted to say, I can't see a way through. And hope is faith in action. We can't always see our way through. Yes, I would go crazy from despair or I'd want to give in to the dark side of giving up on hope. But you see that is the worst thing you can do because it is hope that sustains us. Hope brings to mind infinite possibilities. Hope gives us ideas and dreams and new creations and deeper connections and the contentment that comes from within, an inner source of power to continue on regardless of what we're facing, regardless of what our past said, we look to the future with hope. Sometimes hope is crawling in the right direction. Sometimes hope is doing the next thing. Sometimes hope is just sitting down and facing the way we know we want to head when we get up again. And sometimes hope is running strong through the finish line. But in every one of these instances, hope is an act of bravery hope keeps us going hope is how we make an impact on this world because hope propels us forward it's interesting scientists who study hope say only humans can hope it is unique to being human unique to being you is the ability to hope because only humans have imagination and only humans have time awareness and as a result scientists say this gives us the ability to think about the future and reflect on the past. You probably have ever run out of gas, guarantee you that as you have gotten through that one ordeal, of sitting by the side of the road, hoping that someone stops and helps you with the gas can, just asking for a friend, um, you never go below a quarter of a tank. You fill up sooner because you've learned, you've anticipated the needs of the future. We do that this, this season as we anticipated family and friends gathering. We thought about the past and we shopped ahead of time. We can look forward to the goals of business growth and plan our work accordingly because we've looked at the past and we have an eye to the future. We have an imagination and we have a time awareness because human brains are uniquely wired to anticipate the future needs and plan accordingly. That is actually the science of hope. There's a whole confluence of neurobiology with passion and the sacred spiritual part of us that keeps us hoping that keeps us as humans going, dreaming, doing, planning. And we have to honor this gift. We get to choose hope. We get to look at our past and not let it define us, but look forward towards our future and hope in the goals that we set, hope in the pathways we see forward, hope in the willpower the motivation that will help us take the next step, that will keep us dreaming and doing to fulfill our destiny. When we fear the worst, hope reminds us that God is still with us. When we feel trapped in despair and in the pain of now, hope calls us to look forward. When we get a grim grim diagnosis, hope calls us to battle for survival. When we look back with regret or disappointment, maybe even in ourselves, TM talked about procrastination today. And it hit me hard because I am a recovering perfectionist and procrastination has been someone that I have invited to sit down, have coffee, take a seat on my table and derail my dreams. And today I was reminded again that procrastination can be set aside. I can hope to be different. I can choose to make a goal to do that thing. He said, start today, do that thing that I have been putting off. And the reason I can do that is because I have a view toward the future, a hope that I can be different. I can create something new. It is hope that reminds us we can change our futures. Hope propels us forward. And so it is my desire this year for you that you be brave and choose hope. And I don't know where you are today, but I imagine some of you are struggling in this last week of the new year. You may be dealing with grief, loss, disappointment in others, in relationships, in yourself, in some of the choices you've made. You may be dealing with frustration over thwarted plans and business goals not met. And if that is where you are, I want to invite you to turn the page and choose hope, to learn from your past, and today, pick something different. Choose hope to create a goal in one area of your life, one in your personal growth, one in your business growth, one in your relational growth. In each of those areas, choose one goal. Sit with that goal and imagine yourself just, not just a year from now, but one week from now, one month from now, one day from now, doing the actions, walking the pathway that will get you closer to that goal. You see, so often with hope, we envision the outcome. Our vision boards are full of, of the, homes we want to, the, the homes we want to live in, the cars we want to drive, the vacations we want to take, the bodies we want to build, the relationships, the memories, the, the money we want to make, the lives we want to impact. And we look at our vision board and we see the outcome and we hope for that. But one of the ways we choose the bravery of hope is to take the time when you sit and are still to envision the actions that will get you to those dreams. So when you look at that body that's fit and strong and chooses healthy eating, I want you not to just visualize yourself there. I want you to choose hope by pausing and visualizing yourself, lacing up your shoes, putting on your clothes, heading to the gym, putting down the cookie, choosing to go to bed at the right time, the best time for your morning. Mindset experts say we've got to visualize ourselves in the action that will get us to the vision in our dreams. When we choose hope, we are willing to double down on ourselves, to believe that we can be more than we have been. We can look at our past and we can move forward in our futures in a different way. I have spent 19 years hoping to get up in the morning and be able to breathe well, and moving forward to that hope like it's going to define my destiny. And people have looked at me and and you know, have said, "Susie, your hope inspires me. It sustains me." And I've said to them, "Thank you." And sometimes I cling by my fingernails, and sometimes I run through the finish line, huge and strong, and and with all of the willpower and waypower and hope and breath that you can imagine. And so, if you are this week thrilled with your year, and you're you're thrilled with how things have gone, and this has been a banner, a great year for you. Yay, you. Take a minute and celebrate. And as you move forward, fuel your hope. Create bigger dreams. Make more plans. Set more goals. And take the action. Because hope is what gets us through. Hope is what allows us to define our dreams and live into our destiny. And so hope is my desire for you this new year. That you would be brave and choose hope. That you will build your hope muscle. That you'll move forward to the doubts, the questions and the fears with big, strong, brave hope. Hope that writes down goals. Hope that makes a plan. Hope that does the work to meet your goals. Hope that sets an intention and takes action to create the future you dream of. Friends, hope is an act of bravery, and when we hope, we give others hope. And when we hope and give others hope, we have some of the greatest impact in our world. And so that is my prayer and my hope for you today. I'd love to open up the mic and hear you share something that you are hoping for this year. We have about four minutes. Come off the mic, say, this is my name, and then share what you are going to do as you move forward and hope this year.
2: Hello, this is Tina. In 2022, my plan is to be even better, the best version of myself so that I can
1: help everyone that surrounds me. That simple. Thank you. Love that. Who else? come on speak your hope into existence susie you know that hope is my foundation this is megan dimartino and i uh you know like you said um i choose hope and hope propels us forward amen sister if there's hope in the future there's power in today break it down live in hope live in that future hope and possibilities just over the horizon it's never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams. I am going to do a TED Talk this year and speak on stages. And it's more than a hope, it is a plan, it's power in today. Break it down, make it happen with clarity. Thank you, Susie, be blessed. Thank you, Megan, thank you, Megan. Yes, hope is a fuel, it it powers our destiny because it it underlies our plans and it, it makes us move forward. One more before I hand it over to the lovely Nisha.
2: I'll just say thank you for saying hope is bravery, and I'll let whoever was going to go next so they can squeeze it in, but I'd never thought of it that way before.
1: Thank you, Danny. Yeah, I, I think for me it came from having to battle with wanting to give up hope, having to battle with the fact that hope sometimes tormented me because my mind and my dreams and my destiny were on the other side of whatever I was battling with. And, um, it came when I realized that it was brave to cling to that when everything in me wanted to sit down and, 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 and give up or, or part of me didn't see, wanted to give up and I couldn't see the way through. And it felt brave. Like it is, it is a superhuman power to hope. And so thank you for that, Danny. Yes. Friends, hope is an act of bravery. Choose to be brave and choose to hope. Okay. Who else was going to say something real quick?
2: This is Jocelyn. I was going to say that, um, I, the last few years of my life have been riddled with all manner of things. I had COVID twice, I've had cancer, I've been diagnosed with diabetes. And so I found myself in a place where I had no choice. It was either hope or die. And I chose hope and thanks be to God. He allowed me this past year to, along with Glenn Lundy and probably a couple of others in the room, be in a publication a book that's an international bestseller with Les Brown. I am going to be more clearly defining my speaking career as I go forward. This year in real estate, I made more than I have in my entire career because I've made it a priority to do the things that I knew to do. And so next year, my hope is to at least half do do one and a half times what I did this year and um, just more clearly define my future. I've just begun to live. So I'm looking forward to the rest of life. I'm 61, but I've just begun and I'm looking forward to the rest. Thank you. I love that, Jocelyn. I love that you are an overcomer,
1: that you are a thriver, that you have continued on in the face of the difficulties and that you are continuing to hope for more. Yes, yes, yes. Friends, that is my segment. I want to remind you, it is not hope that kills you it is the lack of hope that kills you and so today as we finish out this year and we move into 2022 i'm inviting you to choose hope set a goal make a plan have the willpower every moment to take the next step that's all you gotta do do the next thing and choose hope as an act of bravery